Wow, do we have something to tech about, where every episode focuses on ways students create digital evidence of active learning. As a Google for Education district, students and educators alike have free, unlimited access to apps that support creativity, collaboration, communication, and critical thinking, all elements of 21st century active learning. We are Google for Education certified trainers, Drew and Angie with Something Something to to Tech About. Welcome. In today's episode, we will be discussing ways to support students as they become more proficient using the keyboard to communicate by offering three tempting templates. Angie, we know how difficult it can be for educators to carve out time to create these digital lessons, right? Absolutely. And that's why we've got a few for you to enjoy today. We'll have them on our show notes and you can get started with these tomorrow if you want to. All right, Drew, let's jump right in. We would like to mention Common Sense Media website as a resource for a guide to help students navigate a world that is ever-changing. Drew, I'm not sharing any new information by saying we live in a cell phone society, right? What? 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 (laughs) I know students of all ages, even the youngest ones now, have um, cell phones of some sort and will be able to identify with this template called Let's Talk because it's all about text messaging. And don't kids love to text message? Yes, even adults. Um, So I like this. Um, Our first template that we're going to tempt you with Mm -hmm. is called Let's Talk. And basically, it's a Google drawing template that uses a cell phone messaging image to get students writing. And because it's a template, everything that the teacher wants the students to learn is preloaded into the template so that um, the students are going to have everything they need. And it can be adopted basically to any content area. I mean, conversations happen around any topic. Correct, right. I don't have to be the writing teacher to use this. Right. And like you mentioned earlier, it's, it's high interest for students because they're very familiar with that type of format, right? And they're used to communicating in short bursts of text, <laughs> not five paragraphs at a time. So, you know, if we were just talking about getting our students interested in writing, this would be a great way to get them started by, um, you know, having a conversation between partner and yeah, via thought bubble. So mm-hmm. I might, I might, if you and I were partners, I might write in one thought bubble, and then you might write in the next one. Exactly. Okay. Just the way, yeah, just the way it looks on on your cell phone in in messaging. Yeah. And so we're collaborating on that file. We're both in it at the mm-hmm. same time. Absolutely. The thing that I think about with this, Drew, is I have a friend whose children, when they first got cell phones, they would write in this, you know, shortened text message oh gosh yes and she hated that she's like I'm the mom I deserve all the words all the letters of all the words (laughs) so so I think this would be something that would be kind of like that in a classroom Mm -hmm. I picture that happening definitely and and of course the teacher would have to set the requirements set up some expectations expectations whether they can write in shorthand or are they going to have to communicate with full words and this would be a great way for students to practice using dialogue, how to, you know, put the quote, where do the quotation marks go? Where does the period go? Where does the comma go? Mm -hmm. Um, And things like that, because these are conversations that would be happening. Exactly. And the thing that um, is coming to mind is the, uh, that it just left. Well, yeah, maybe it'll come back. (laughs) Sorry, Zach. Um, Were you kind of alluding to the fact that when you're messaging, you're, you don't, you're, 
when you're messaging, you're not writing an essay, right? You're using fewer words, and that probably can help pull the students in is that it does it does and I remember the thing I was going to say if what if you and I took on a different persona or a mm. different character yeah so I'm thinking about ways to use this template we could each be a person from history having a conversation Absolutely. or we could be two characters in a book and you know that brings a different realm of knowledge into the classroom because you've got to know what you're talking about before we can actually have a conversation right. usually <laughs> some people <laughs> shy away from that but we try to Keep right, it on the up right. and up. That's, a, that's an excellent um, example, you know, taking on the different um, personalities and people. And I think if I were a kid, I would like this. I would like it if my teacher came into class one day and said, hey, our, our project today is having a dialogue via text message. Oh, that's you. a cool teacher. That'd be my, you know, yeah. my thought. Well, let's talk. Um, using a Google Drawing template might just be a way to tempt your reluctant writers to begin, so be sure to visit our show notes at www.somethingtotechabout.com for your very own template, and be sure to add your comments for this episode on our show notes page. Yes, we'd love to hear how you used it in your classroom and in your content area. The four C's, critical thinking, communication, creativity, and collaboration are universal skills that will serve students well in any career choice. Technology can help teachers design engaging lessons that incorporate the four C's, and technology gets students to put those skills to practice. I think if teachers have not experienced the voice typing tool yet, if you're listening to episode five and you've not tried voice typing yet, this is going to be the template that tempts you to get that started. I agree 100%. (laughs) If you want your students to be fully engaged in the content as they use the voice typing tool, this is the template for you to get started using the voice typing tool. If you're not tempted just yet, keep listening. Keep listening. And (laughs) and we're going to talk about some other reasons to to convince you to uh, begin using the voice typing tool. And if not this template on something else that you'd like to use. Yes. So this one's called Partner Talk Write. And be sure to look for it later on. So um, Drew, why do we pick this one? Why is this one included in the podcast today? This one we like because well it, we created it because it encourages um, communication and collaboration with the kids on a single document it helps even if you know for proofreading because believe it or not the voice typing tool is not 100 percent perfect so as the students are talking um, they're going to have to go back and and read what they spoke and which is now text and add the grammar or the periods and uh, what you know things like that so proofreading um, it doesn't rely on student typing skills so they're not going to get yeah because they're not going to get caught up and oh my goodness where's the k key and they're getting their their ideas down on the paper Mm -hmm. well paper the digital paper the digital paper and lastly i mean this can be any grade any content level those those were this the top picks for this okay so all we need to get started with partner talk right is to make sure that we do have a microphone of Mm -hmm. some sort most chromebooks and laptops have them built in but if you're using a desktop you may have to get an external mic for this part correct correct and this was this template was made um with a google doc with some uh, a table added and some color to the table cells, I believe. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Um, So that 
each student has their own particular area of the table to click and begin um, their voice typing. So what are we typing about? I'm, I'm not... Um, whatever. Have, whatever they want. Whatever okay. that teacher needs them to, to learn. All right. So I'm opening the template. It's a partner situation. You go first. Mm-hmm. For example, okay. one partner begins. Right. Yep. And then I wait till that partner finishes. And then if I'm the other person... I pick up where you left off. That makes it partner talk and write. Well, it just depends on the goal for the the learning. Um, Take, for example, if the students have completed a math assignment, okay? Okay. Um, They completed some problems, and the teacher now wants them to do a partner talk with this template to maybe discuss how they solved the problem or what they found difficult, and then the other partner I would write mine first then you could write yours and then they could read each other's and and discuss that face to face not within the the, okay. the document um, that's just one example so in that example um, we could even be sharing a device absolutely so mm-hmm. back to you know not having to have a every student with their own device you and I could be partners Good point we're yes. around one computer mm-hmm. we're talking with each other but mm-hmm. recording our voices, mm-hmm. really voice to text. Um, I like that because sometimes people think, oh, well, if we're using computers, then the students are just, you know, laser beam focused in on the screen and right. they forget that there's these other human beings they have to be able to talk with. Exactly. So yes. this one, this partner talk write template sounds like it would not only incorporate some digital skills, but then those, you know, sometimes the four C's are not always digital. Mm-hmm. The communication yeah, the right communication the can can happen face to face after they've discussed it and read each other's entry. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is that's you know again that's one example. There's other examples. It could be like you were mentioning or kind of talking to earlier is you know I begin a story, then you start voice typing to add that story, and then you have a collaborative conclusion of some sort. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, a collaborative story that both you and I have added to. Yeah. So so if my principal comes in and sees all this going on, we have to kind of create a classroom culture where it's okay to have this kind of buzz of learning happening. You know, mm-hmm. we're talking, but we're on topic. Right. We are keeping our learning objectives focused. We're, you know, not talking about the baseball game on Saturday. We're actually doing the voice typing because hey, Google Docs is recording every single thing they say. So as far as accountability goes, teachers, you're going to know what the students are talking about. Absolutely. And just one little hint, I know the voice typing tool, I guess it may depend on your device, but it picks up everything. Everything. It's very sensitive. So please, you know, let the kids find a quiet space in the classroom, create a quiet space, a recording space for them. Yeah, this is not Uh, recommended for every single kid to be talking at the same time. Right, right. Because you'll end up with a document that makes no No sense sense because you have bits and pieces of everybody's conversation in there. So... Anything else, Angie, you want to add? Or? Um, I'm just thinking, when you just said, um, you know, not having the whole class do it at once, I've seen some teachers using voice typing, and they will have 
a recording space is not something fancy, everybody. It could just be you're under a desk somewhere, but you're maybe off in the corner. You know, permission granted to sit on the carpet with a Chromebook and mm-hmm. <laughs> with your partner and record this type of situation. Yeah, another thing, I've, they've had cardboard boxes where they actually put the device inside the cardboard box. That and makes the kids a big deal. stick their head in the cardboard box to do their, right. to do their recording. So it... It won't block out everything, but um, it's it would at least capture the sound a little mm-hmm, bit better. Absolutely. Okay. Well, I like these ideas and um, this template, and whichever way teachers choose to use it, um, the students will most likely likely be very focused on their learning because they're not going to be searching for the keys on the keyboard or getting their ideas lost and trying to type it. They can just talk, and and we know students enjoy talking. Um, So this would um, be a great way for them to get their ideas out and create digital evidence of active learning. So has this template tempted you yet? If so, please be sure to head over to www.somethingtotechabout.com to grab your copy of the Partner Talk Right template to use in your classroom immediately. The Savannah Morning News and your school. Newspapers in Education, or NIE, provides teachers with newspaper e-editions and useful, interesting, and innovative curriculum to enhance learning and help students meet the challenges of the future. Teachers receive newspaper e-editions and curriculum at no cost to them, thanks to the support of the community and local business sponsors. Visit nieonline.com forward slash savannah. Okay, Angie, our next resource is something that's going to help a lot of um, students because when they are asked to write, it's difficult for some students to come up with um, a hook to introduce their writing and then to, at the end, to wrap it all up in their conclusion. And we know that these are elements of writing that students need to know how to do. So our next resource hook the reader and wrap it up um, can help with this. Yes? Exactly. We've got two templates. This is like the bonus section. Mm -hmm. So we've got um, a a similar template, but it has uh, dual purposes. In terms of what Hook the Reader can do for us or for students, it picture a table on a Google Doc or a Google Slide. It has three sections. There's a section labeled Hook, a section labeled Body, and a section labeled Conclusion. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to work on the hook in your class, you would provide your students with some really good writing that would be the body and some really good writing for the conclusion that all go together. You know, Mm -hmm. you could take something that another student wrote, you could take an article from somewhere and put those in. Okay. And then all the students need to do is read all that and start working on just the hook. Okay. So they're not um, bogged down with, oh my gosh, like you said, I've got to write all of this stuff and it becomes overwhelming. They just have to work on the hook. The rest of it's already there for That's them. That's nice. So they just focus on one thing one because thing. Um, it, it can be overwhelming when you ask students to write the entire it's overwhelming process, for me. the whole essay kidding? or things like <laughs> Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm, for yeah. me, there's nothing more scary than a blank sheet of paper or a blank digital, a blank Google Doc that mm-hmm, I have to mm-hmm. fill it up with all my thoughts. And hook the reader. Where do you see it being used? How and where? Any grade level. I don't know exactly what standard starts out with, you know, having students learn how to write introductory sentences, but from whatever that point is in our curriculum scope and sequence, all the way through high school. Because I think no matter where you are in the writing, well, where you are as a as a writer, you need practice with that. I don't, exactly, yeah. I mean, I think it's any grade level. 
you just change the content out depending on what what you teach. And by the way, everybody, we're not giving you content. There are three blank empty boxes there. <laughs> You've got to fill in with your content or your students' content and then work it around from there. Yeah, so you mentioned Google Doc, right? Yes. So the students could actually maybe choose to do voice typing in this as they well? Could. They could okay. voice type. They could compose at the keyboard. It could be a partner thing. You could turn it into a partner thing if you wanted to. Um, yeah. So... <laughs> The opposite of Hook the Reader. Yes. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. (laughs) And and like Angie said, it's basically the opposite. Instead of providing the conclusion, as you did with the Hook the Reader, reader, you would actually leave the conclusion blank, provide the exemplary example of the hook, an exemplary example of example of the body say that 10 times fast yeah (laughs) and then have the students prepare the conclusion exactly so if i'm a teacher in the classroom i'm thinking you know what how would this what would this flow look like Mm. so i can distribute this template in google classroom um students could have some time to work independently then they could do some peer edits we could maybe even have an opportunity to um nominate someone's writing hey i think drew did a really good job i want to nominate hers let's put hers up on the the screen for everyone to see and let's look at how she constructed her conclusion or her hook whichever one we're talking about that's great yeah And just like all of these templates that we have talked about in this episode, not just this one, if you're a user of Google Classroom, that is the ideal uh, way to distribute um, these templates to your students. So I just wanted to kind of point that out because I don't know if we mentioned that earlier. I'm not sure we did either. So um, there are other ways. There are workarounds if you're not using Google Classroom, but ideally that would be a great way to get these It's your virtual copy machine if you have to, you know make a copy for every student and bam they all have edit rights to their own version Mm -hmm. i like these i really do i think um thank you because i made them i know you did (laughs) um it it really brings the students focus to just a particular area so um i i really yeah good job all right well thanks so if you are tempted to try hook the reader or wrap it up with your students you could go over to our website at www.somethingtotechabout.com and we have those resources waiting for you you can grab your very own template 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 say that and leave us a comment on how you plan to use it with your students Share your success. Reach out to us with questions or success stories at somethingtotechabout at gmail.com. We look forward to your messages and could even include your ideas, questions, and successes in future shows. Well, this wraps up episode five of Something to Tech About, where we shared three tempting templates to encourage student writing and more. Thank you for joining us. Be sure to visit our show notes on our website, somethingtotechabout.com. And for more resources and links that are devoted to today's episode. If you have an idea or a question, be sure to complete the online form or add them in the comments on the show notes page. And perhaps you will give us something Something to to tech tech about. about.